This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Going to get to Mickey Spagnola in just one second. But real quick, Corey, I know you said that there was a statement from the family that I have not seen or heard just yet. If you could catch us up. Uh, yeah, this was just released from the family of DeMar Hamlet. It's all over Twitter right now. On behalf of our family, we want to express our sincere gratitude for the love and support shown to DeMar during this challenging time. We are deeply moved by the prayers, kind words, and donations from fans around the country. We also want to acknowledge the dedicated first responders and healthcare professionals at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center who have provided exceptional care to DeMar. We feel blessed to be part of the Buffalo Bills organization and have their support. We also want to thank Coach Taylor and the Bengals for everything they've done. Your generosity and compassion mean the world to us. Please keep DeMar in your prayers. We will release updates as soon as we have them. Thank you, the Hamlin family. All right. Appreciate that update right there. And right now, brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you, is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Good morning, fellas. Now, not surprisingly, kind of want to start with what happened last night on Monday sure. Night Football. And we've all been kind of recapping. Were you watching live? Did you catch up? Like, how, how did you intake that entire situation? And what were the thoughts that went through your head? Yeah, I was watching live um saw the tackle um you know actually saw the whole thing uh live before i i think they might have replayed it once i'm I'm trying to remember it's it's kind of a blur and then they were like we should probably not probably not do that again but uh yeah and you know and just kind of saw him pop up and then when i saw him fall over like backwards yeah i was like oh lord um, and I don't know that I've seen that uh, in all my many years covering a football game uh, for something like that to happen. And then you're sitting there going, okay, well, maybe. And then I see the ambulance come rushing onto the field, and I don't know that I've seen that before. You know, you, you see that come out eventually when somebody – has some sort of neck or head injury and they're going to put them on the board and then, you know, and, you, and you're sitting there, you know, kind of worried about paralysis and stuff like that. But with this one, um, when you saw the concern on the people on the field and the, um, you know, the emergency people that were out there kind of frantically working, it was like, oh, Lord, this is, this is really something. And... Um, and then, you know, when I, when I saw the guys go to the sideline, and it, and I'm thinking in my head, if I'm a player, there's no way in hell I can play. Right. Again, right? No matter what they say, you know, you got to play? No, I'm not playing. Uh, you know, when you see your mortality pass in front of you like that, I mean, 
you're not going to function out there. How do you get fired up to play the next play or say, okay, well, I'm going to go make that tackle? No, I'm not going to make that tackle, right? My so wife initially said if they have to keep playing, can we just change it to flag football for well, the rest you know of this what? game? That kind of went through my mind. Not, you know, just like, gosh, is this going to change yeah. football? Yeah. And so, and then you, you know, it's uh, you hung with it, hoping to hear something positive, and and you really never did, and and so that was uh, kind of the the scary thing too. So yeah, all those thoughts kind of uh, went through my mind, and it's like, gosh, what about all the players that on other teams that were just watching, and then they saw that. And then you saw the reaction of the former players that were on the air. And, and yeah, and they were going through that same thing because I'm thinking they're thinking, boy, I'm sort of glad I'm a former player, but how lucky I was that nothing like this ever happened to me. I did see a former player say that they saw a teammate, you know, get rushed off in an ambulance. Not the same way that we saw last yeah. night. And yeah, then, I mean, that's the, and then yeah. immediately they said the first play was a blur, but everything else after that it was just like okay, back in it. And I, but I think that obviously the you know I, what those players were going through in that moment, you know, that's a different thing. It was rushed off in an ambulance for an injury, yeah, not rushed off in an ambulance because that they were trying to revive his life. Yeah, we've seen you know guys get carted off. It's an ACL or you know even. You know, as gruesome as the compound fracture is, right? Oh my yeah, God. yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's unsettling. But this, oh, it. I mean, that was. I. I don't. You know what? I think the only time I've seen similar, and I was watching live. Do you guys remember the Stars game when Rich Rich Peverly? Yeah, we talked about that. And 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 that you know they had to put him in kind of the the hallway between the bench and. And, you know, give, you know, shock treatment him to get him back. Uh, and, you know, we weren't watching it, but we knew it happened because they kind of had the camera there when they kind of when he fell out. And it was like it kind of reminded me of that. Uh, and then, you know, I somewhat, I mean, felt somewhat uh, sorry for the announcers yeah, I mean, me you're too. not trained to take care of trauma, right? You're yeah. there to talk about football, and then your natural reaction is you're you're going to get emotional when you talk about something like that, uh, and and it's hard to, you know, people do that on you know news guys, but they're kind of hardened because that's kind of what they do. They cover stuff like that, right? Yeah, but. But these guys aren't. They they were there to talk about football, and then the former players for them, you know that boy that hits home pretty good, uh, especially then when you hear that his mom was in the stands and they and he had hugged her. her before the game, yeah, and, yeah. And rushed her to the ambulance and and the whole bit, and and I just felt like they were hanging those guys out to dry because they don't have any facts, they don't have any information, and you I know, did think they did a good job, like the best possible. To, yeah. Going job to commercial they could. breaks as yeah. much as they could. And then, you know, and then, you, okay, you go to the studio, but those people are even further removed from what happened, right? And and now they've got to talk about it. Uh, so, yeah, that was a, yeah, that was an, an entire, uh, you know, strange thing. But I'll tell you, um, oh, gosh, I'm going to forget her name. The lady on the field, the sideline Lisa reporter. Salter. Lisa Salter. Boy, 
she came back towards the end and really knocked it out of the park. She kind of got herself composed. Yeah. And I thought what she had to say and the information she was trying to deliver uh, was really sound for someone that is not trained in something like that. Because I saw, you know, when the thing ha- uh, happened uh, in Uvalde and they, they, they sent it to a very young a uh, reporter on TV, and and she was ready to cry. And why wouldn't you be, right? Sure. You, you aren't experienced yeah. in yeah. this. Uh, so, yeah, the whole, God, the whole gamut of the thing was just so emotional. Um, yeah, I, I, I just don't think I've ever seen anything like it before. A, a lot of the, the conversation also then turned to why is it taking so long to cancel? And in your feeling on this, knowing the NFL – you think they just didn't have anything in their books or they were waiting? A lot of people were trying to wait for a word from on high. Yeah, I don't think there's a handbook. Okay, this is how we handle yeah. this, right? This is, uh, um, yeah, and I think they had to kind of think it through and, see, and, and, and then also judge how serious is this? You know, is it like just a scare and, you know, everything's, we're going to find out in 20 minutes, everything's okay? Or, you know, is this, you know, really serious? And I think once they came to grips uh, with how serious it was and then, you know, talking with the probably representatives from the NFLPA and and getting input from the two coaches. I mean, you could see the concern on those coaches faces. Right. And yeah. And I think, you know, it came to the common sense conclusion. I don't know how we finish this game, but we're not finishing it tonight. How would you like to have been sitting in the stands? That I that was I such do. an eerie part of it. Like, not that there weren't so many horrible things as you're seeing the players yeah. cry and everything like that, but there's, you know, 70, 80,000, whatever amount of people there. It It is just quiet, silent. And they're all still sitting there. It's a, it's a, yeah. and hardly anybody left. Right. Yeah. And, and then the worst part is, and think about this, when you go to a game, you are the least informed person of what's going on. Not, and not when it comes to just injuries, but penalties, you know, cause they don't announce anything. Right. They weren't getting updates like we were on TV. That's a good point because it's not like they went over the PA and yes. said he suffered cardiac yeah. arrest. And right. oh, I hadn't thought about it like that. I mean, the yeah. scary thing, though, is they are getting to see what we're not able to see yeah. on television. Right, but they're but they're they're seeing. I mean, I don't know that they saw any better after you know it, they had the circle of all the guys around. And, yeah, I guess if you're maybe in the upper deck, you're seeing them cut the chest, o- yeah. cut the oh, chest pads gosh, off to get yeah. the CPR going, cut the yeah. face mask off to get to his mouth. Now right. you know, I did, I did hear. Um, I want to say it, it, it was ESPN this morning. They had an interview with a cardiologist, uh, a, a doctor from Columbia University or something. And, uh, I mean, she was really good on, on what she was pointing out. And she said the key thing in situations like that is how quickly you start taking care of it, like how quickly you start doing chest compressions, how quickly you get oxygen going back into his body. He, she said because the longer the brain goes without oxygen, yeah. then there's, there's a serious downside after effect of that and she thought as quickly as they did that that gave her hope and and she didn't have any 
you know, information other than watching like the rest of us, except for her, her specialty and uh, knowledge. And, and she said, so that should help down the, down the line. And then the other thing is, you know, God, did he have any underlying situations, any genetic stuff that might have led to that? But her point was there are times when, um, you know, your heart beats kind of on a regular beat and maybe in between beats something like that happens. Then that all causes yeah. it causes this. Yeah. And it's the percentages are way uh, low of this happening. But it's just one of those things that can happen because, you know, when I, I when I thought about it, it was like the hit wasn't the the, the contact wasn't abnormal that's what i thought too yeah you know and that's why i thought at first i said oh he got knocked out you know because his head did hit the ground um but no that wasn't the case so here we are and we're still kind of waiting word right yeah no you're right about that and if we hear anything we'll absolutely pass that along to our audience asap one thing is we had talked about his uh gofundme Unbelievable, and, huh? And they updated that as well. So there's an update, like, on the mission. We talked about how it started as a toy drive, and this is what they just said. on Mickey, if this interests you as well. Update. This fundraiser was initially established to support a toy drive for DeMar's community sponsored by the Chasing M's Foundation. However, it has received renewed support in light of DeMar's current battle, and we can't thank all of you enough. Your generosity and compassion mean the world to us. If you would like to show your support and contribute to DeMar's community initiatives in his current fight, this is the place to do so. This is the only current fund that is being used by the Hamlin family, and they are now above $4 million raised. You know, I, was, I, I got chills last night before I went to bed, and I saw it was up to a million. And so overnight, like yeah, oh yeah. overnight, yeah, th- it went to four million already. And to go along with that, one hundred and fifty-one thousand different people have donated. That's just uh, amazing. And and you, you and I know it's uh, you know nationwide, uh, but the the buff the Buffalo community is unbelievable. Yeah, stuff like that. I mean, we saw it what with Andy Dalton and. Uh, all that stuff, but yeah, that that's amazing that they kind of rally around that team to the point of, you know, going out in snowstorms to shovel driveways so the players can get to their charter. I mean, it's 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 rather amazing, and it's probably a good lesson for uh, a lot of the rest of us that live around this country. Well, I mean, I know we went in a completely different direction today for obvious reasons. Appreciate your personal insight, your medical insight that we got there as well. Thank you very much for uh, yeah. today's up- update. We'll get back at some point to talking about yeah, Cowboys. Yeah, I just sure. didn't feel like, you know, yeah. I was thinking about you guys. It's like you don't want to probably have to talk football, but you got, what, four five yeah. hours four, of yeah yeah well so. and it, it what uh, well, we started we haven't really talked do not put five hours on that is yeah well i i've i thought about this in terms of content and stuff as i remember when we were doing the night show is we went on like immediately in the aftermath of shannon stone dying yeah at the rangers game and it was weird because you're like hey you're supposed to be talking about the rangers right. game and stuff and you're like well yeah but like 
nobody cares about that right now. They care. everybody wanted updates. It, yeah, and they wanted to know you know your your feelings on that. It was very weird and very very surreal night. Yeah, I mean, I've got to do a podcast here in like an hour or so, and I was thinking last night, how am I going to fill forty five minutes without talking forty five sure. minutes about this? Right now, it's I think like that's talking about football just seemed insignificant. That is absolutely fair. We've tried to, you know, sprinkle in some fun today to try to get people's minds off of it if they want to think about or talk about something different. But that was excellent insight. Appreciate it very much. Okay, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. There you go. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, we will, again, we're going to do some different things today. Let's go back to basketball. Rockets, Mavs, and your NBA MVP top five. We'll do that next right here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. We're going to talk a little bit more Mavs Rockets, and I want to know who right. your NBA MVP top five is. But Luca, 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 Luca. Did okay. I say five times yet? If... There's not five Lucas. There in the had to be a rule that you had to have four non-Luca people. Consider for just I know that look is very intimidating. I'll answer the question when Kevin tells me to answer. <laughs> right, okay, fine. but in the meantime, I just wanted to give an update on the the GoFundMe. We talked about how it's above four million now. Is I know that Chris Jericho, the wrestler, has donated ten thousand dollars now. I, I've seen reports. I don't know if this is factually accurate because on the GoFundMe right now, it is correct. But the word is he misspelled his own name the first time he donated $5,000. So he went back and was like, I will donate another $5,000. Hence why his first name or last Chris Jericho, I don't, I, I don't know, has donated $10,000 to the GoFundMe. You have read like a book or two in your life, I believe. That's true. Based on knowing you. You've read, and it, I think that book or two are both Chris Jericho books. If it's about a wrestler or Star Wars, I will read your book. Does that seem like the kind of thing that Chris Jericho yes. would do? All right. and, and he does donate to, like, not random GoFundMes, but, like, GoFundMes all of the time. So, I, seriously, good for him for that, for helping donate to a uh, 
to a cause that is for Damar Hamlin, started off for a toy drive, now has shifted to supporting all things him, his life, and his uh, charitable attributes. Now, for the MVP, do you want to talk more about Rockets, Mavs, or do you want to just dive right into MVP? Because i got a couple of different directions we can go with that. Uh, I mean, real quick, just to reset, I think it was a good win for the Mavs, and a lot of it had to do with the Rockets just having 19- to 21-year-olds on the court, and they didn't know how to close out a game. And the Mavericks took advantage of that. So they took advantage of a team that's like, I don't know how to win. Do you know how to win? I have no clue how to win. I just sure. got graduated from Auburn. And right. I mean, it's just like, oh, take that. Jabari. I guess not graduated, just left Auburn yeah. after one year. But it's just like, they're, they're good players. They have nice, young, talented pieces. They just have no clue how to win an NBA basketball game. And luckily, the Mavericks have Luka, and they've gone through some trials and so they knew how to finish out the game way better than the Houston Rockets did. That being said, MVP. Because Luka, I think if he was losing a little bit of momentum when I left, when the Mavericks were 15 and 16, yep. or 16 and 15, yep. is he's regained all of that momentum through the last two weeks because he's back-to-back player of the week. He's about to be announced today as the December player of the month. That should be a short voting cycle. Yes, but Luca, okay. I think that my one and two right now, and I am a little homerish here, are playing Thursday night at six thirty at AT or at uh, the AAC. I think it's Tatum, and okay. I think it's Luca as my one two. And the reason I vote Tatum over Luca right now, and I don't want to, I really my homerish would be like no Luca. But I do look at team record. Is that fair? It's not fair. Luca's not getting to play with Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and Robert Williams and Al Hortford and uh. Just a, a great cast that can win the championship. Yeah, getting Robert but, Williams back is yeah. big for them. But I, I do think that at the end of the year, if you've won 60 games and a team's won, let's say, 47 games, I think there's, I think that will take the vote to that player. Okay. So that's why I have Tatum 1, Luka 2, probably Embiid 3, Giannis 4, Am I am I missing? And then oh, I try to go Jokic five, but okay. that's that's tough to even put Jokic after you go to Jokic at five. I'm like God, I just probably put Jokic too low there. No, well, no, actually, that look that you got was multiple people saying it was in fact Chris Jericho's first name that he incorrectly oh. spelled. He spelled it C H R U S and not R I S, and so I got caught up with that. All right, the I and you are next to each other in the keyboard. on the keyboard. Okay, all, all right. right, Kevin. Does Kevin Durant belong yes. in this oh, yes. conversation? I think Kevin you know Durant's what? in my top. My five. gosh, they are awesome. Yeah, the, they look like a championship team. All and, and I don't think that I really don't think there's anybody more valuable to his individual team than Luca because he's the team. Um, Agree. And how he like how he distributes that's a different factor. But I would probably put I would say, and I'm I'm a homer bias on this. I'm going Luca one. Uh, yeah. Just this stretch that nobody's had. Nobody does this. I mean, nobody does this kind of thing. I don't know if it's going to last forever. It won't, I bet. But, like, nobody does these kinds of things right now. I think now. if they want to win, he's going to have to average a 40-point triple-double. I hate saying that, but I think that's what he's going to do. It does feel like that at times. How many has Jokic had, Kevin, his, in his career? How many uh, MVPs has Two. he had? Two. Are they back-to-back? Yep. He would be the first person since Larry Bird. So what are we talking about? I don't like want that to 36, happen. 36, 38 years? So I don't think that should happen. Okay. All right, so I'm going to say that he's going to go number two. Okay. And then I'll throw Durant okay. three. Okay. And then I'll throw Tatum four and Embiid five. 
Yeah, I think this is this is really tough. There is so many great performances this year. And then the other thing too is, and I know I'm not putting Donovan Mitchell in the conversation, but he now, scored 71 points yeah. yesterday. Yeah, screw screw uh uh Thompson who scored 54 last night. Like it's just like, and then and then 38 year old, almost 40 year old LeBron James. Now they are not a good team, but he keeps putting up unbelievable numbers, especially at his age. But I mean, those guys aren't even in the conversation for this. And then last night, what they all did and. There's just so many great performances right now around the NBA, but I do think Luka has to be top three. I think you can put Durant number one. I think you can put Tatum one. I think you can put Luka one. I think you could put Jokic one. I, I think, think you could you put can. Embiid one. Like This is right now, almost halfway through a season, there's not a clear front runner. In fact, I don't even think you can separate two or three guys from the pack of five or six. All right. Now, I'm glad that you said that because I've got a couple of different NBA and SB Nation have their own rankings, but we talked about it all the time. Gamblers usually have a pretty decent pulse on how things are going to go. It depends on where you go as okay. to who the NBA fa- MVP favorite is. So, for example, points bet has... Jokic as the favorite, just barely over Luka, who's just barely second over Tatum. But keep that in mind. At FanDuel, Jokic is fourth. And so, like, that's how tightly packed it seems like Jokic, Tatum, Doncic, and Giannis are one, two, three, and four. Man. Where you go depends. I'm with Corey. I would bet on Durant now. If he's if he's not in the top four in betting, I know that he's Evan probably fifth. fifth. Okay. And maybe his odds and what he's doing, that team was I thought they were in the dust. The, the Mavericks Dead. beat him twice Dead. when they weren't even playing good basketball. And it just looked like the Kyrie Irving situation, the Steve Nash situation, the Ben Simmons situation, Kevin Durant asking to be traded in the offseason and during the season situation. And now you're looking at it going, I think they can win it all. And so Luca is the favorite to y'all's point at Caesars, BetMGM, and FanDuel. And second behind him is Tatum at all three of those places. So Jokic is not top one or two, despite being the favorite at points bet. I would probably go Luka one, Tatum, Giannis, uh, excuse me, Jokic, then Durant, then Giannis okay. fifth. How different? I, how different is that from your preseason? Like the way you felt going into the year. I don't think I would like have a had lot of these names Tatum that high. Like yeah, if you I told me you. Tatum like five or six, I'd be like sure, but. I don't believe I would have thought at times he's been the favor for MVP this yeah. year in a very strong second, third. Probably going into the season, I bet Curry was top five in vote. Like, yeah, like, hey, I, I have no clue what the odds were on October 1st, but I bet Curry was probably up there, but his injury has obviously taken him off the board. And then I bet at some point, probably three weeks ago, I hate saying this, but Devin Booker probably was edging towards top five because they were off to a good start and he was having a really good year. But now that he's going to be out a month and he's, you know, and they they're losing left and right. Yeah, I tell you what, Chris Paul looks done. By the way, like you want to see somebody drop off the cliff, Paul, uh, the cliff. And it, he's look, he's close to forty years old too. But I mean, he looks like he's kind of uh, done playing. So odds preseason, okay. Luca was plus three eighty as the best. Okay. Durant was plus 600. Wow. Uh, Embiid was plus 800. Giannis as well. And then Steph was plus 900. Those are your top five. Okay. Which I would love to see the ebb and flow of KD's odds throughout the season. Like before the season, that makes sense. At some point in the season, he had to be like 25 to one. And 
Embiid makes sense as well. So here's the NBA.com top 10. By the way, was Steve Nash that bad at coaching? I mean, kind of looks like it, doesn't maybe it? Maybe so. Is they've got, and this came out yesterday during the day. So this was before, you know, I know it was just one game, but Donovan Mitchell, 71 points on 34 shots is fairly astonishing. Is they've got Donovan Mitchell at number 10. Jalen Brown is nine. By the way, if we want Zach Levine, uh, he was the guy guarding him. Yeah. No. <laughs> Look, if you get Zach Levine, it ain't for the defense. All right. I like. I'll certainly admit that. John Morant eight. Zion seven. Who? That's interesting too because he left the game last night yeah. with a hamstring injury. Who knows how long that will carry over? Yeah. And then you have Joel Embiid sixth. All right. And so then we move into the top five. Giannis is fifth. And KD is fourth. They have Luka at third. But to your point about momentum, the week before this came out yesterday, NBA.com had Luka at seven. So he's jumped from seven to three. You see the upward trajectory. Then they have Tatum at three and Jokic at one. And like we talked about, they're all tightly packed in the betting. To your point, I wonder if the the voters are going to go, look, just like we don't give LeBron seven MVPs or we don't give Jordan seven MVPs, we're not going to give Jokic three in a row because there's too many guys right around him to just keep giving him the award because he's not winning the championship. He's not leading his team to the NBA championship. So I think Jokic, even though he'll get votes, I just don't think they're going to let him win three in a row. I I agree. Okay, and I think you're on to something, because I think it was 84 through 86, like I said, I believe is Bird. So now we're talking about 36 years, and Bird is like a, not that Jokic won't be there, but like Bird is an all-time revered great. Right now, they're in first place of the Western Conference by half a game. I feel like you would have to have the best record in the NBA by like, at least five games. It's, so you know what's funny is last night after the situation with the Buffalo Bills and then the Mavericks game ended, I was looking on YouTube at certain things dealing with um, Hamlin, but then also what popped up was a Larry Bird game, which I had no clue about. So Larry Bird's career is almost over. His back is shot. Yeah. And there's this new young kid who's pretty good in the NBA. His name's Sean Kemp. Super freak athletic. I remember. And so Larry Bird goes up to Sean Kemp right before tip-off, and he goes, so are you the kid that broke all my records in high school? Because he's, I guess, went to some Indiana high school. And Sean Kemp goes, yeah, I did. And he goes, all right, I got something for you tonight. So with his bad back and his career almost over, Larry Bird goes for 40-11-10 against Sean Kemp (laughs) to show him, like, all right, you broke all my records. I just broke you this game. Which is... It's amazing when Where he could barely run because his back so was petty. so jacked yeah. up. Oh He's my so god, petty. Yeah. But isn't that what led him to be so great? Like you could talk about pettiness, old man strength, whatever. Like that's the same thing I thought when watching The Last Dance. You have to have, well, not have to. It doesn't hurt to have that certain level of pettiness in yeah. you to be like, all right, I'll show you, Mike. I'm sorry. I, ahead, I wanted to. Uh, this is baseball. Okay. Do we sign? Devers and the Red Sox agreed to a one-year, $17.5 million deal. So they avoid arbitration. To avoid arbitration. So he's going to be a free agent. Or a piece of trade equipment. True. I mean, if you're Boston, you do have to trade him midseason. You can't. Uh, you did trade Mookie Betts. You got stuff for Mookie Betts. But Wait, when you look I, at Bogarts, they thought they were going to keep Bogarts. Why are you so? I thought we talked about Nuggets. We have to fix the bullpen. We had, you had a, a, that third base or that 
first, first base DH. slash DH hitter. Don't, don't put him. That does not help your infield defense. That bat is that bat is going to help so much though. When you trade Jack Leiter and oh Rocker gosh. or what, whatever. Both gonna, of them? You're going to trade something for him. It does give you the, what you're doing with your free agency. <laughs> it does give you the options to trade one of those guys to, if you want to add something See, different. And here I thought Mike was going to be here to rein it in for Corey. And he's Not like, both of them, but I think you, you think could move it. one of them. <laughs> it does make a lot of sense. Well, I can't wait for Thursday night. I know it's still a few nights away. but And, and maybe Boston's going to just destroy the Mavs because they haven't played a good team in seven games. And they've beat them all it's great this is like the first matchup that you don't have dorian finney smith and maxi kleba and josh green and you're playing what is considered like a championship contender i and i i stay with it is regardless of the opponent like you were just saying this is your longest winning streak in 12 seasons like that's fine i accept it however it comes along at one point last night luke is on the court with spencer dinwiddie good nba basketball player theo penson Frank Nilakina and Reggie Bullock. That was the team because Powell and Wood were in foul trouble. You're in the fourth quarter, and I Theo Penson hit a big three-pointer. But it was literally, here's Frank Nilakina, Kina, Theo Penson, Reggie Bullock, and Spencer Dinwiddie. Hey, Luca, keep winning the game. Yeah. And he did. It was amazing. Did you get a kick out of him being named the player of the week alongside with KP? I thought that was funny. I did laugh when I saw the picture of they were both named player of the week in the same week. And Luca legitimately was right at just about twice as much points per game because KP was 24 and a half and Luca was 48.7. It is weird that they just couldn't kind of get along and play well together. It doesn't make sense that they couldn't play well together. Is one of they the could. great sports mysteries. And now that Christian Wood is playing well with Luca, we don't want to sign him. We want to let him go well, to free agency. We want to sign him to a two-year, thirty-six million dollar extension. <sighs> and he will go play for another. I kind of want to ask him about that tomorrow to be like, you know, you know do what you I think do? I should sign. If I'm Mark Cuban, I'd, you know no. what I'd say? Look how things worked out for Nerlens Noel. Do you want to be the next Nerlens Noel, or do you want to be here with greatness? Nerlens Noel scored 20 points every 20 games. For the KNC Masterpiece. Right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for some gridiron gravy. If you're looking for positives, I do have some good news for Russell Wilson. We'll do it next right here in The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. And right now, it's time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Dip. With biscuits. And we start with... Yesterday we didn't get we, the dip. I know. We've, we'll have more in... Oh, and Reggie didn't even dip? Nah, he just said, that guy doesn't know. He thinks he's above it when he sits oh, on wow. this side he's of the like, glass. He's I'm like, in a host's chair right no, now. I have moved beyond it. <laughs> uh, a couple more things about... There's the Caleb Williams fan club leaving the state. I mean, I'm in that fan club, too. He's awesome. I am not. You don't think he would be the number one pick I don't draft? care about that. Okay. He and Lincoln Riley said, see you later to OU, oh. and I just didn't like the way that okay. they approached that. That is fair. Now, a couple of more updates on the DeMar Hamlin situation, although this is not directly involving DeMar Hamlin, don't have another update there just yet, is Troy Vincent said that the NFL did not consider giving players five minutes to warm up and continue. I know that's like what the officials said as they were probably trying to figure out what in the world that they were supposed to be doing, but 
The NFL executive vice president of football operations, Troy Vincent, said that was never a consideration for the NFL. Like, they were not going to follow through and say, all right, five minutes are up. Let's go play. Mike, uh, let's say a pitcher gets a comebacker, breaks his wrist, leaves the field. And this is completely different. I, I understand. Leaves the field. Is there? There's a number of pitches that the next pitcher gets, right? You, When a pitcher gets hurt and you have to enter the game because of a pitcher getting hurt, you get unlimited amount. Unlimited amount. You get to tell the umpire when you're ready. Okay. Now, when they're making a pitching change, obviously there's a timer now. On it. So if you want to throw 12 pitches in a minute and 30 seconds, you can. Uh, if you want to throw four pitches and say, I'm ready, you can. They have to wait for the TV uh, to, to be done. But, okay. yeah, when a pitcher gets hurt and you come in from the bullpen, you get an unlimited amount of throws until you tell the umpire, I'm ready to pitch now. Did you hear that? Yes. He knew exactly the rule. I don't think anybody knew a rule. Also, I know some people right? are – I, I think you're right, but I also think some people are going to be like, well, that's what you say now. You know, like that, like the NFL is like, oh, we were never going to do that. I, I, I wonder know. I wonder if the uh, the referee said, hey, give us five minutes. You guys got five yeah. minutes where they're trying to figure out, too. Like, we need, to so. call, we need to call the NFL somebody, or somebody because yeah. I guess we're going to start this game up. Like, I'm sure they were very confused on what are we supposed to do I'm here? just telling you what. Troy Vincent and the NFL are coming out and saying, I know some people are going to be skeptical about that. Also, at first I thought it was all teams. It's not all teams as far as I know. Now, the Cowboys media schedule was off today, except for Jerry on Sean and RJ and Bobby right here on the fan. But the Eagles and Patriots have announced that they had media availabilities with assistant coaches scheduled today that are going to be canceled or they might be postponed to another day. So you're already seeing some teams are canceling or changing media availabilities, which I know the journalists have a job to do as well, but I don't feel like anyone will push back, or at least I would hope they wouldn't push back against I mean, that. Well, and it's like today, Kevin, let's th think about this for a second. You walk into, into the star to talk to players, right? You're asking them about what happened last night. They yeah. still have l no information yeah. on what has happened. Yeah. Like they, they know up to what we know. So you're asking them about a lot of hypothetical things and stuff like that, too. This is That's the best thing for the NFL to do today I think and that, for all the players. To your point, I was on the phone with a couple of my people that are medical people and just asking how long until we get news of he's out of critical condition, that Hamlin is in stable condition, yeah. or Hamlin is breathing on his own. And he said, man, you just that's impossible to know unless you're one of the doctors or with him because it could be days that he's in critical condition and ends up being fine and you know days later months later is is very normal or it could be later today we find out it, you don't know yeah. uh, there's different different situations for for this but the people I talked to did say who knows they they don't know his situation at all except for what they're getting what we're getting is that they're optimistic because of how quick they got on his chest and because of his age and health, that there's, you know, optimism that it's going to be okay. But I hate saying that because then it sounds like I know I, I know nothing. I'm just asking questions to medical professionals. And then, like, I know we talked about this from the perspective of just the game last night, but I am also very curious about how the Bills and, to another extent, the Bengals how they do after this like in terms of not not like 
hey, how many touchdowns do they score? I mean, in terms of, like, mentally, are you, like, rushing back out to the field and you're like, hey, we might need to win this game to get the number one seed or whatever? Well, or are you like, I don't, I, I need more time. Yeah. Well, they both have a lot to play for next week. Um, so I don't know how you're supposed I mean, to deal with that. You're kind of in the one, two, three spot, yeah. right? I mean, that's we don't know until the week is over. Now, I believe if Kansas City wins, this gets if Kansas City wins, and I think this game's going to be canceled. Has it been considered canceled and done? We I've not heard that seen yet. that yet, but I also think that is I, the likely outcome, and you just and go off a of win percentage. So if Kansas City wins Saturday, then they get the one seed because they would be fourteen and three, and Buffalo and Buffalo can't match that because they would end up even if they end up winning next week they'd be thirteen and three so that's not that's, as good of a record. Neither can Cincinnati, right? Because like, they have four losses. Yeah. Uh, so I do think they not but, that that's the focus, right. but it's a thing. Yeah, but and then let's just say Kansas City loses, then those teams could possibly be the one seed. If Kansas City wins, then those teams are fighting for the two three spot. I don't know all the tiebreakers in the Buffalo Cincinnati situation, and but you know right now I'm sure none of those. No, nobody's really thinking of that. It got brought up, so I brought it up. I'm not saying you move on and you move forward, but I do think in the next probably 48 hours, both teams probably easier on Cincinnati because he was not on their team. Just, I think my yeah. opinion, if I was playing and I'm on the Rangers and we're playing the Yankees and it happens to a Yankee and he wasn't my teammate, I only know him as an opponent i don't know him as a former teammate in college or he was a teammate yep. on our team the year before you feel horrible and you're still going to feel horrible but you didn't have the relationship that the teammates had with him throughout the season no i mean you did bring up and asked andrew heaney about you know having to go on and pitch after tyler skaggs yeah and they had that night off i am i'm very curious on who then also makes this decision like who is it is it is it, it both a, owners? Is it the is it the NFL or how much say do the players have on on what they want to accomplish here and in in that discussion? And Jerry, this morning we'll get to it later in the day. You know, he was like, we still are trying to digest all the information. So there's still a lot of people that a lot of people are going to want to have their say. I can't logistically see a realistic way that this game were to get finished I don't because. Think so either. You know, everyone dispersed from yesterday. So, like, again. Buffalo's in Buffalo. Yeah. Let, let's say that you decided you were going to finish it. What's the earliest you would conceivably finish it? Wednesday? And then you have the last game of the season. and then That's you have not the, good for the health of yeah, the Yeah, no. And then you have the playoffs right after that for teams that might not have a bye. I, I think it's just going to end because I see people asking, could you just give it a tie? Could you? I think they're just going to, it's going to be a no contest yeah. and you're just going to go off of win percentage, which is something we've seen in baseball before. Like if you didn't have to finish that right. last game because it wasn't going to make a difference, this would make a difference. But, yeah. you know, and, and the life makes way more of a difference. All the other sports are different because you can just push everything back a day, but you can't push everything back a week. I guess you could and just have no buy. You know how you have a bye in between uh, the Super in between the yeah. championship games and the Super Bowl, and they're not going to do that because that's the one way you could do it. And I don't think they are. Is you play Week 18, and then everybody has a bye except for two teams. You play that game there. There's only one game, and then the next week you start the playoffs. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're just going to say. Yeah. It's a no game. Yeah. Nothing counts. And these two teams just played 16 games. 
I believe I am apt to agree with that as well. All right, let's go to other things across the NFL. I said that I had good news for Russell Wilson, kind of. This is the best that I can do is, did you know that Russell Wilson is now the betting favorite to win next year's Comeback Player of the Year? What? Are you proud of him for that? Wasn't that weird because you were horrible at football? Yes. Comeback from what? From being being terrible. That's one of the things. That's not, no. No, that's not part of the rule for that. Okay. That award is that you were bad Can I just sh- and you were good the okay. next year. Let me break down the top five and tell me if this is and not a mix of both. You're telling me Brian Robinson can't get comeback player of the year. I do still think He that. was shot this year. I know. But Russell Wilson could because he stunk. Like, wouldn't, like, TJ Watt be a good one? I mean... Thank you, he Mike. actually got hurt. Okay, well, see, so the top five right now is a breakdown of people who got hurt and people who were not good. All right? So it's... Javante Williams, Kyler Murray, Trey Lance, Brees Hall, and Russell Wilson. That's a breakdown of two players that just weren't good, and then three players who got hurt. You're teasing all the football questions in in that. <laughs> oh, right I'm sorry. No, 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 that's great. I love. I I didn't even think of. I'll just kind of tease it. Trey Lance in the comeback player of the year because I think. He's in trouble. Oh, but yes, I Corey, I, I thought you might have, have an issue have with Tom that. Brady but Russell happening. Wilson is currently the favorite for 2023 comeback here. player of the year. Get out of here. All right, let's go to the Dolphins, who the Dolphins still have a lot on the line and a lot that they need to figure out is our guy, Mike McDaniel, has talked about, he was like, look, nothing's impossible, but we're preparing for Teddy Bridgewater or Skylar Thompson to be our quarterback in week 18. Well, I mean, he's had two concussions this year. Yep. And I mean, the first one, as we pointed out, was on big time national TV. The only game on a lot of people, you know, took that in. Thompson wasn't great. Um, And, Teddy Bridgewater was doing actually just fine, but I can't trust Teddy Bridgewater in the middle of a game. Are you looking at my mic? Ask all the football questions. All right. You know no. what? No, I, no. I wasn't. I, I, do. I have too my many questions. My next one I guarantee is not on your list. How about this, though? Let's get into this because okay. I'm going to answer, but I want you guys to answer. What's Tua T's future in Miami? Because we said if he doesn't make the playoffs this year, yeah. they got to move on. And he played well, but he also proved he can't play a 17-game season. He can't tuck his chin. I don't know why his neck is the weakest neck out of all NFL quarterbacks in the NFL, but it is. He cannot hold his head up. All of his concussions are because his head pops back. And if you watch other quarterbacks, Dak Prescott or whoever the crap's going to quarterback for Washington this week, they're going to get hit at some (laughs) point, and they're going to fall on their back. And you know what you're going to know from all those quarterbacks? Their chin is going to stay tucked into their chest, and their head is not going to pop back and hit the turf. And he can't do it. And because he can't do it, he can't stay healthy because there's too many strong guys, way stronger than him, that are going to force his head to pop back and hit the back of his head. And so I will just give you my opinion. I think Miami has to look for another quarterback in the offseason. Now, to something that I know wouldn't have been on your football questions, you don't have any football questions about the Jags signing Taco Charlton to their practice squad. Did what? I didn't know this. <laughs> Listen, don't screw up my team by adding Taco Bueno, which they wasted a lot of money putting him on their books. 
And then for the Lions, Aiden Hutchinson, the second overall pick, and James Houston, who is a six-rounder, the only set of rookie teammates to each record at least seven sacks since that stat became official back in 1982. So good work with the premium and non-premium draft picks right there from the Detroit Lions. And honestly, I, I will tell you, I have no idea. I see this texted in again and again and again. People asking what will happen with the gambling slips. They'll just be void, yeah. and you'll just get a refund. Yeah. And then I see a lot of people, I have no idea, talking about fantasy football championships because I see time and again people are like, this was my Super Bowl or this was that. I have no idea how yeah. that would play out. I, I would go on to the next round. I have two players still kind of in limbo, but does, I'd care less. The guess, I would tell honestly. people this I, yeah. if you can. Whoever was in the Super Bowl, just so you're like, dang, this team. Just play it this next week. There are games I get people are sitting out. It, it stinks. But guess what? Do it again and play the championship game for week 18. And I know certain players will sit out. Like if you have Saquon Barkley, I don't know what to tell you. He's yeah. not going to play. But it, it is what it is. You can just play week 18. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, since we shifted our schedule around, Mike asks all the football questions that are left. Yeah. Next on The <laughs> Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.